world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions, and we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising com, and let him know that Josh from Red Pill Project sent you. We are live, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince Tagliavia with the Red Pill Project, and I am joined here by my partner in truth every morning, 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern, Andrea. Andrea, good morning. How you doing? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I am excited it's Friday. I will tell you this was when we were on our hiatus. <clears throat> this was the thing that I missed most was doing Friday funnies with you guys. Um, it's just kind of a, a fun time to unwind and go over all the funny stuff. And while we were obviously on a break, I didn't have anybody to go over funny stuff with. So, cause let's hey, we sent it, some things 11, back and forth. <laughs> we, we did, but my 11 year old just doesn't quite get the political jokes. Oh, no. Like, like, yeah, you know, he's like, Oh, that's funny. And I was like, do you even understand this? He's like, no, I'm like, okay, that's not funny. Right. <laughs> well, we tried. <laughs> Everyone knows that in the process of explaining a joke, the joke is killed. It loses its funny. Yeah, you don't have to explain a joke. I, it makes it not funny immediately. <laughs> I can relate to him, though, because sometimes things go over my head and I'm that guy that kills it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, even though I will say this, you know, for an 11 year old, he's pretty spot on when it comes to comedy because I mean, I am his mother. He, he so was cracking me up yesterday. Up. He was. Oh, yeah, he's funny. And the only time it's not funny is when he's throwing your own words back in your face and you're like, I may kill you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love you, but I may kill you. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he's that, hilarious. That sounds like, sounds like a learned behavior. Yes, I know. My husband blames me all the time. He's like, this is your fault that he's like this. I'm like, it's 
sorry. <laughs> I'm like, you do what you were marrying. <laughs> I'm like, you're the one that chose to have children with me. So, yeah. yeah. So it's That's completely, great. I will take the blame for it because you know what? By the end of the day, he is funny as shit. Good. So <laughs> I've done something right. Good on you. Yep. Well, you guys, as you know, Monday through Thursday, we cover the news and we start wrapping it up Friday mornings with uh, this show. As we get into the rest of the weekend shows tonight, Josh has a very special episode with special guest David Whitehead. You are not going to want to miss it. They are going to talk about the movie Jupiter Ascending, King Charles, the Terra Carta, and it's going to be an absolute gem so please tune in i can't wait i want to try to watch some of jupiter ascending i watched it once i want to get through it again so if you guys haven't seen it watch it uh before tonight at 6 30 p.m pacific watch that today i've never seen i don't think i've ever seen that movie. we don't watch a whole lot of movies just because tom falls asleep during them tom so so we don't watch a whole lot of movies (laughs) but i should watch it maybe we'll do that maybe we'll take a field trip day to the couch and watch the day. <laughs> it's the beauty of homeschooling. I can set whatever schedule I want. <laughs> That's so. Funny. I'm like, I don't feel like teaching you today. Let's watch a movie. You have school on Sunday. We want to. I want to watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're making up for this next week. On Monday, you're doing twice as much. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, that's the beautiful thing. Um. Anyway, you guys, we uh talk about the political news locally and globally and world war three the unfolding global conspiracy and uh we're followed up by josh during the week with his expert analysis can i say that expert analyses i guess he's been right enough uh, over the sure. years you know you can be we can identify as anything we want because oh. that is the culture we now live in so if we want <laughs> we could be technical analyst expert. All right. Wow. I'm changing my <laughs> And if signature. anybody disagrees with you, you just scream at them loud <laughs> enough until they agree with you. That's how this works. I'm changing the signature on my email. <laughs> I'm going to tell everybody I started identifying as a doctor. Oh, that's cool. And they're like, you, you don't have a medical de- I don't have to have a medical degree. I am a doctor. I don't need one. I'm a doctor of medical degrees, so I gave myself right. one right now. <laughs> I gave myself a degree. <laughs> I don't need a university to issue it to me. I am still a doctor, and if you disagree with me, then you're racist. <laughs> yeah, especially if you don't pay my debt. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we're still going to talk about some news this morning, everybody. Uh, we like to start with finance because uh, it is the biggest joke that we do know of today. One of them. And uh, we have a lot of real news in here. We also have a lot of parody articles. So if you hear something that sounds unbelievable, that is probably the Babylon Bee, which I believe is our parody website for the day. We have those sprinkled in, but we have a lot of news stories to get through, uh, real news stories to get through as well. And then we're going to finish off on some funny memes and videos that are related to what we've covered over the past weeks. Um, And so that's the schedule for today. Thank you, everybody, for joining us across the Internet. DLive, Rumble, Pilled, Facebook, the audio podcast listeners, 
you guys are absolutely killing it. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for sharing, liking, all these things. Um, you guys have just been absolutely supportive, and uh, we appreciate that. Um, so let's just jump into it. We're going to go into finance just really quick. Don't worry. Uh, let me get a little share happening here. It all looks pretty ugly today, that's for sure. Yeah, it's very red. The S&P 500 is down 1.6%, Dow down 1.36%, NASDAQ down almost 2%. Oh my gosh, everything is just... Crude oil is down over 5.5%. Holy moly. Oh my... Makes you wonder why, since our strategic reserves are depleting. But... Um, wow. You know, I, I, it's, got, it's so manipulated that... It's hard to say. I think it's the Fed. Oh, it's definitely oh, the Fed. And you know, there's a story that we have in here too that kind of goes over this. So I'll kind of wait until yeah. we get to that point to. Let's look at the one year chart. We're reaching uh, January 2022 levels with our oil pricing here. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. If you went back five years and you looked at it, what it was like during. Uh, Trump's era, it would be even lower. Oh, yeah. Gold is down to $1,653. Silver is down to $18.87. It's on sale. Uh, as you guys know, our sponsor, Kirk Elliott, and his crew over there at uh, getgoldtoday.com offers free consultations for exploring your options with investing in gold and silver. So check them out and support us while preparing yourself for your financial future as well. Get gold today.com. Let's get into diversified investment portfolio is not a bad thing to have. Absolutely not. I'm poor, but I save those nickels and I buy little bits of silver yeah. and uh, it's a good, it's good. Yeah I, could, yeah, I could really relate to the people out there that are like, you're telling me to invest in stuff, but I don't have any money. What do you expect me to do? It's like, you gotta, you just gotta hustle, man. It's life's, life's rough. And yeah, I don't have nearly as much prep as I want. Trust me. But we gotta, don't be a victim. Yeah. Pull yourself up. by You could straps. spend years preparing and you're never going to be truly prepared for anything. I mean, unless you live a lifestyle that where you're completely off grid and there are people out there who do it. They're few and far between. I think they're getting becoming more, but mm -hmm. unless you live a truly off grid lifestyle, you're never going to be prepared for stuff like that. Right. You know, that's just the simple truth of the matter. Absolutely. All right. Let's look at this. We're going to start off with the Babylon Bee article. Again, this is parody, so, you know, don't shoot the messenger here. Right. <laughs> we love the Babylon Bee. They're so fantastic, you know. Their writers are really going to town every day, and they produce some good, important, important work over there. They really do. So, Andrea, why don't you take this one away? All right. Ten telltale signs the FBI is listening in on your phone call. Are you a red-blooded American patriot who loves God, guns, family, and freedom? Yeah. Better watch out. The FBI probably thinks you're a domestic terrorist. They could be watching you read this right now. They could be <laughs> listening to your phone calls. Fight back against those feds by learning all the telltale signs. One of them is listening in on your phone conversation. 
Number one, you hear slow, heavy mouth breathing on the line and the faint sound of CNN playing on someone's TV. Creepy. Number two, the whole music sounds suspiciously like a guy humming out of tune. George Michael's careless whisper sounds nothing like that. <laughs> Number three, all your insurrection attempts have been foiled. How do they know? Number four, careless whisper sounds that? nothing like that. <laughs> Number three. What in the heck is going on? That was my fault. Okay, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Number four, you see a guy with an FBI hat hiding in your bushes with headphones on. Or that just might be your weird neighbor, Steve. Number five, you're bragging about how beautiful your golf course is. Everyone says so and how it's tremendous, really, to be everyone's favorite president of all time. Oh, no, you're Donald Trump. Yep, your phone's definitely bugged. Number six, all the details for the surprise birthday party you're throwing your spouse gets leaked to CNN. And now the fake news is all out on your front lawn. Not cool, FBI. Seven, when chatting with friends about what to do this weekend, you hear a voice say, or maybe we can kidnap the governor of Michigan. Subtle. Number eight, your eardrums are shattered by a loud screech of unbridled rage whenever you say the word Trump. Whee! Nine, you feel like the person you're talking to is stalling, keeping you on the line for extra time. Then suddenly you hear, okay, people, we got it. Prepare to be raided, MAGA terrorists. <laughs> Number 10, you've ever attended a school board meeting. You're clearly dangerous. Yeah, those people that care about your communities. Holy smokes. Right? Dude, the FBI yeah. is crooked and corrupt, man. It is not pretty for them right now. But luckily, there's some good people out there speaking there truth and stepping up, and uh, we commend them. You're always going to find good people in corrupt organizations. That's just the way that it works. Um, corruption is not one of those things that most of the time doesn't take over completely. It may be the leadership, and they may be leading the charge, but you're still going to have good people um, in bad places. So, Heck yeah. All right. Let's get into this next story here. We've got Breitbart. This is real. Representative Steve Scalise. House Republicans have a plan to save America. I certainly think so. In less than two years, President Biden and Speaker Pelosi have forced an agenda that wrecked our economy, driving inflation to alarming levels. Far-left socialists have opened our southern border to illegal immigrants, made us dependent on hostile foreign nations for our energy, and empowered our enemies overseas. Week after week, Democrats refuse to consider any bills on the House floor that would address the serious problem that families are facing. We have a plan. Today, House Republicans are rolling out our commitment to America, which is a bold conservative vision for a prosperous America that will reverse Biden and Pelosi's Biden and Pelosi's self-made crisis. Crises. Our plan is built on four key principles, an economy that is strong, a nation that is safe, a future that is built on freedom, and a government that is accountable. I like it. They go on. I mean, they talk about this stuff in depth. But, you know, when I was reading this, I honestly didn't see anything that was of really any value. It all seems like fluff. Yeah. Um, and that's the unfortunate part about it is, is I think we've seen enough fluff from the Republicans in government that that and why are they just coming out with this now? 
Yeah. Because it's the midterms and it's re-election season. Sure. It's and so, talk. you know, we need action. The proof exactly. Is in, we do. The proof is in the borscht, as Putin <laughs> Putin knows. Yeah. So unless they actually, but here's the problem, is that even if, and I don't know if we put, if the story is in here or not, but even if we were to take the House and the Senate, there's going to yes. be, no. As far as legislation that gets passed, anything that's good for a country, you've got to understand Biden's going to veto it. And so... Um, Congress does have the option to overrule his veto. Yes. Will they use that? And then the other part of it is, or will Biden just write an executive order to overrule whatever, uh, you know, we've done. So it's still not that we have a long way to go and putting fluff out there like this, is in my opinion they're just talking points and it's a good i hope point. i'm wrong you know any rhino not saying these that accusing whoever is saying these things that they're all rhinos but any rhino could come out and take these positions and say it all day long and get the votes and then get in office get in their positions and just mm-hmm. do the opposite right which we see right. so action and history is what we need to be judging people on, not what they're saying in the moment. Exactly. Well, and it's just like, you know, look at Ted Cruz. He comes out a lot of times and he talks about how he's for free speech and he's for this. And then he does things like with this, you know, he flip-flops and he caves. It's like, why are you doing that? You really think that they need your vote? All you're doing is looking bad to your constituents. So I just, I wanted to mostly bring attention to the fact that they say this stuff, but you got to remember, we're really close to November. And so they're going to start, you're going to see a lot of this stuff start ramping up from the Republicans and they're going to try to sell you these promises. And they're no better than any other politician out there when it comes to empty promises. You speak the truth. You speak the truth, my friend. Um, well, you know, we just covered, uh, oil prices and things are pretty low, but I think you guys will not be surprised to see this predictive story here. Don't get your hopes up yet. Maybe go fill your tanks while it's cheap because natural news is reporting that gas prices are to rise after midterms as Biden ends raid on national oil reserve. Oh Lord. Gas prices are set to rise. After the midterm elections, coinciding with the end of President Joe Biden's raid on Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Wah, wah. That's set to happen in October. So he's going to stop pulling from the reserves in October. Just in time. Which means that it'll be after October or after November, the November elections, when we actually start to feel those prices. I have a feeling we're going to have a really spooky Halloween this year. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not going to be pretty. I, you know, with all of this stuff going up and then gas prices going back up and the Fed's talking about unemployment rates, you know, now and rising uh, interest rates. And we know that we can expect more of that to come. It's pretty scary what's happening. Yeah. If I go to any house. It isn't going to be pretty. 
if I go to any Halloween parties, I'm gonna dress up like the valuation of people's 401ks. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're 50% poorer. Ah! <laughs> exactly. You can't retire no, this year. You have to wait five more years. Ah! I'm going to go as a donation bucket. Switch <laughs> coins in there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, saw, I did see a meme. I don't think we've got it in here, but it was kind of funny. And you know those little... Like you go into the auto parts shop and they have little candy dispensers where you put the quarter in and you turn the knob. Mm -hmm. I saw a meme where it had one of those sitting outside of a person's house and with a little note on it that says, sorry, kids, I'm poor this year <laughs> for Halloween decor and Halloween decorations. That's pretty good. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. oops. Fixed it. All right. What do we have here next? Oh, Biden admits that his attacks on MAGA are not just about Trump, but involves all of those who disagree with the regime. Oh, that's... We already knew this. It's funny that he's admitting it now. That's creepy. Um, oh, I love this. It is creepy that, yeah, that was super creepy. On September 1st, Joe Biden declared war on Trump supporters in a divisive primetime speech on the battle for the soul of America from Philadelphia. Joe Biden called 75-plus million Trump supporters a clear and present danger to our democracy. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They promote authoritarian leaders, and they fan the flames of political violence, said Biden. Biden added, MAGA Republicans embrace anger, thrive on chaos, live in shadow of lies. And this history tells, and this, history tells us the blind loyalty to a single leader has failed democracy. Classic projection from a senile and corrupt career politician, 100%. It was clearly the most disgusting speech given by any American president in the history of the Republic. Former Trump aide Stephen Miller delivered an amazing rebuttal to Joe Biden's historical historic declaration of war on the American people. President Trump poured out his heart, his soul, his spirit every day to build a better America for everyone to build a safer and more prosperous America. Well, Democrats in the deep state launched an illegal operation to take him out, and it is now in its sixth year, says Stephen Miller. President Biden tonight gave the speech of a dictator in the style of a dictator and the visual of a dictator, using the words of a dictator. Less than 18 hours after demonizing Donald Trump and his MAGA supporters, Joe Biden suddenly changes his mind. Joe Biden says he doesn't consider any Trump supporter as a threat to the country. That was the entire theme of the speech. <clears throat> I don't consider any Trump supporter a threat to the country, Biden said at the White House. He insisted his speech was directed at those who attacked democracy. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, he is a dictator, and a lot of this is projection. What they project to be coming from MAGA is actually coming from the Democrat Party and from his um, his followers. Yeah, this is a part of psychological warfare tactics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just baloney, nonsense, lies. That's what they are uh, good at. And you know what? No matter how much darkness there is you can't snuff out the beautiful lights no and All people are waking up to this because you know you you have to remember that there are a lot of democrats who are i would say you're more conservative democrats you know you're jfk democrats right yeah. that are looking at this going what in the hell is this this is Maybe. not what i represent yeah kind of your traditional real yeah, you're traditional not, not crazy democrat not victim yeah. of psychological warfare democrat or not as much yeah radical yeah. 
radical communist. Yeah, you're a not radical socialist Democrat. <laughs> you're just a regular, everyday, run-of-the-mill, <laughs> likes his guns and stuff Democrat. And yeah. it's great. And most of that, unfortunately, is the older generation, you know, that's like my mom's age and older. Because as you get... As you get younger and younger, the more radical the Democrats become. This is true. And I'm kind of seeing the older generation being pretty baited into this nonsense too, though. Now they are. A lot of them sometimes are. They're they're convinced. Well, and I think you know it's because a lot of them still watch CNN. Like your younger generation doesn't watch CNN, where your older generation does. And I have family members um, that are, you know, uncles and aunts and stuff that are that older generation that still watch CNN and they completely buy into all of this bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it, it just amazes me. I'm like, how can you look at this and think that this is right? Can't believe you anything. Know? Even on right wing news, man, you got fake news yeah. on Fox. I mean, just remember election night. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You get fake but, news across the board, man, but uh, it's definitely yeah, worse on absolutely. CNN and whatnot. Definitely. But you do find a lot of those middle-of-the-road Democrats as your older generation. There are definitely fewer and fewer of those as you get younger. Interesting. I agree. I, that is true. I, I think we have we have the statistics to prove it, but not on hand. Um, not on hand. Okie dokie. Anything else before we jump into world news here? All right, let's go. Uh, New communist food delivery service. This this is the Babylon Bee, y'all. It's a good one. Yeah, I didn't realize it until I got two words in. (laughs) (laughs) New communist food delivery service just delivers you empty containers, then shoots you. San Francisco, California. Of course. Pelosi's home. Uh, communists communists have jumped into the food delivery service scene with the new company Red Apron, which will deliver empty boxes to your home and then kill you. We are so excited to bring the best that communist cuisine has to offer right to your doorstep, said founder Justin Castro. You can order <laughs> steak, seafood, anything you want. No matter what you choose, we guarantee you will end up going hungry and be dragged away to the gulag or lined up against the wall. Mr. Castro said he was inspired to start Red Apron after hearing so many Americans praise the incredible riches of communist Cuba. It fills me with joy to hear Americans want to experience a little slice of communist life, he said, as he loaded his pistol. We here at Red Apron allow everyone to get a taste of what total equality is really like. You pay for the basic subscription, you starve, and go to the gulag. Do you want a premium subscription? Starvation and gulag. Let's go spread some equality, boys. The unorthodox and uh, though unorthodox, the new company has thus far received universally universally outstanding reviews. I am very happy with my empty box from Red Apron, said local man Ronald Binford. Communist food is so, so delicious. Also, there are zero COVID cases in China and Taiwan isn't in a country. The fact that I have a pistol aimed at my head right now has absolutely nothing to do with the very true words coming out of my mouth. Mr. Castro is reportedly planning to also start a communist landscaping crew where they will come install cameras to monitor everything you do and then burn down your home. 
This reminds me of a joke that I came up with yesterday. I wish I could recall it. Um, damn, that is that is a really great article. See, the Babylon Bee always delivers. They do. I love the Babylon Bee. <laughs> Every time I read their stories, I just chuckle. Dang, what was that joke? Oh, well, it'll come to me later. I think it was probably a little too harsh anyway. Um, I tend to do that. I get carried away. <laughs> I hate that when that happens and you're like, you come up with something really funny and then you go to share it with somebody and you're like, crap, I can't remember it. <laughs> Oh, it's even worse when it just isn't funny and you think it is. People oh, yeah. I sit there and I chuckle to myself all the time. And people sometimes, will, especially if I'm out in public, because I like to people watch and I don't interact a whole lot. And I sit there and chuckle and people just look at me, look at me strange. Well, that's why I share my jokes with you. And I'm like, it's like okay, who, who can handle a joke? Let me see. Andrea. There's a few people. Josh. Yeah. Can, but there's a few people on my list where it's safe. It's my safe space. Guy plus beard. He's funny. I could share anything with him. Uh, anyway. Um, that's freaking hilarious. Uh, now we have a real story. Yep. Russia claims it eliminated former Blackhawk Mercs and Azov fighters in Ukraine. Russian news site Lenta claims Russia has eliminated mercenaries fighting for U.S. private military company Academy, former Blackwater, and Kraken irregulars attached to the far-right Azov regiment in the Kherson Offensive, huh. Gateway Pundit reported. If true, this may explain why Ukrainian counteroffensive seems to have stalled. The strikes were announced by Russian Ministry of Defense spokesman Lieutenant General Igor Konashenkov, Lenta reported. Mm. Russian aviation and artillery hit three Ukrainian control points in Kharkiv and Zaporizhzhia regions, as well as in the city of Seversk, DPR. In addition, the point of control and coordination of Primori missile strikes in the Nikolev region and the bases of former foreign mercenaries of the American PMC and Kraken fighters in the region of Kramatorsk and Nikolevka oh. were eliminated. As a result, as noted, 47 artillery units, manpower, and military equipment of the armed forces of Ukraine in 127 districts were hit. An ammunition depot of the 14th Mechanized Brigade of the Armed Forces of Ukraine was also laid out in the Kharkov region. It contained more than 7,500 shells for Western artillery systems. The Ministry of Defense reported the ammunition depot of the 128th Brigade near the village of Dolinka in the Zaporizhia region has also been liquidated. Dude, so, this um, I, I found it. Can I just repeat the main premise of this? Yeah, go for it. Russia, uh, Russia news site claims Russia has eliminated mercenaries fighting for U.S. private military corporation PMC, formerly Blackwater. This is, um, if true, pretty terrible. Um, yeah. Look, I don't support war at all, either side. I think it's terrible. Um, yep. Although I think there's a lot of misinformation and we could tell what's going on with a lot of these stories on who's bombing who and who's bullshitting and all this kind of thing. That's neither yeah. here nor there. But um, people are losing their lives for this bogus deep state war over wanting to enslave the world it's incredibly sad do you think these people are going to be taken care of in the new world order no 
It's so sad. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. I I did find it very interesting that there are no. I mean, I think we kind of all suspected it. We knew that there were people that were going over from the U.S. fighting yeah. in for Ukraine. Um, but I think this is the first time that it's actually been tied to Blackwater hmm. and uh, mercenary groups that are like that. So it's mm-hmm. really kind of not surprising. Um, it's just finally right. making its way into the media. Yeah. Um, but I, I also found it interesting that the things that they've been, they're saying that it's U.S. weapons that have been hit. Hmm. And, you know, we know that we've sent billions of dollars worth of arms over to Ukraine. And... The scary part about it is, is not only are we not replenishing, and the other day we kind of talked about it being like a mobilization over there. Replenishing our own. Replenishing our Our own. own. And so, you know, which leads me to the question, okay, are we just mobilizing in Ukraine before something really happens? That's what it seems like. Yeah, Josh Josh kind of uh, was saying that maybe we're setting this all, we're arming ourselves for exactly. the conflict because we know the weapons yep. aren't making it to that front line. A lot of times they're going to the black market, going elsewhere, and we know that there's troops stationed all over Europe, not just American troops, but everywhere And else. I think that's exactly what they're doing is they're, they're arming – we're arming ourselves over there, and this is a way for them to do it where they don't have to get congressional approval to, to do something like that. Spot but – a lot of this too, you know, if this is true that they're really hitting these um, depots where equipment and arms are stored, then they're destroying a lot of what we've sent over there. Yes. You know, and which affects what we have here at home, since obviously ours, our own supply here on American soil has been depleted so badly. And, um, you know, it just, it sets us up for a really bad situation. Yeah, what no if, matter which way you look at it. What if Trudeau decides to invade the U.S. or something like that, you know? Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> We're screwed over China. If like, anybody tries to invade. I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just, just, We're not in a good situation. We're kind of vulnerable. Oh, not good, people. Um, nope. What else? The face you make... <laughs> oh yeah, this is Biden. This is a the memes are starting to trickle in. Yeah. The face you make when Russia uh invades the country that launders your money. And it's an upset Joe Biden. Because everybody yeah. knows that the crooked Biden family and the rest of the crooked globalists run a lot of their money laundering allegedly through Ukraine. The capital in the world of human trafficking, drug trafficking, and uh, crooked deals. Yeah. Return to our historical motherland. Four Ukrainian regions vote in referendums on joining Russia. On Friday, Russian-occupied regions of Ukraine kicked off voting in referendums on joining the Russian Federation, according to announcements by a series of separatist leaders. In the biggest political development on the ground thus far in the seven-month-long invasion. These popular referendums are taking place in four areas in Ukraine in the east and south, namely the self-declared republics of Donetsk, Luhansk, and parts of the Kyrgyzstan and Zaporizhia. I cannot pronounce these. Do not fret. I can't either. Despite these not yet being under the full Russian military control. 
The voting is expected to continue over a period of five days, and we will see. A lot of the international community is not going to be considering these legitimate, and they're probably going to carry on with the war, and Russia's going to go in there with their new hundreds of thousands of troops that are now mobilized and probably defend these areas. I think a lot of these areas will vote to be a part of the Russia Federation because they are largely Russians, or consider themselves Russians, and... You know, it was interesting. If you bring that article back up down towards the bottom, there's a map that shows you the region where that's all taking place. Very Mm -hmm. nice. And so I thought it was very interesting. Um, If this goes through, and which I'm sure it will, um, Ukraine is going to lose some very strategic ground. Um, They're not, they're going to basically lose the whole Sea of Azov and a good portion of the Black Sea. You know, yeah, as far as movement goes, I would assume this little area on the bottom left, or I guess yep. the southeast or southwest side of Ukraine on the Black Sea, probably doesn't yeah. have what they need uh, port wise to sustain um, all of Ukraine. So they would have to well, rely think- on allies or try to get good with Russia in order to get things through. But Right. Wasn't that the area, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that the area that had landmines or mines that they were, had planted out into the ocean? Yeah. I think in that that lower, yeah, the Ukraine had planted. So, you know, it's, they've got all these bombs out there in the ocean, these basically, I don't know, landmines for the ocean that... A lot of people don't know where those are even at. And so that's a very dangerous part of the Black Sea to be in because of those. Yeah, I don't know what it's like now, but uh, it definitely was not safe. It's probably still not safe, but I don't know. Probably. I can't imagine that anything over there much is safe. This would be devastating for Ukraine as far as them being in a... um, It would hinder their position that they're trying to withhold. Or, I don't know. This will definitely not be good for them. This is like... It's very strategic on Russia's part. Yeah. My goodness. Definitely going to hear more about that come next week. This is going back... I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, we should know kind of by the end of next week what that vote looks like. Awesome. All right. Uh, real quick, I saw this video from CNN. This is I'm going back to U.S. news, I suppose. And mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> just watch this interview. It's I found this to be absolutely hilarious and probably not what they expected. Um, Those who are asking uh, for reparations for colonialism and they're wondering, you know, $100 billion, $24 billion here and there, $500 million there. Some people want to be paid back, and uh, and members of the public are wondering why are we suffering when you are, you know, you have all of this vast wealth. Those are legitimate concerns. Well, I think you're right about reparations in terms of if people want it, though, what they need to do is you always need to go back to the beginning of a supply chain. Where was the beginning of the supply chain? That was in Africa, and when that crossed the entire world when slavery was taking place. Which was the first nation in the world that abolished slave, uh, slavery? First nation in the world to abolish it. It was started by William Wilberforce, was the British. In, in Great Britain, they abolished slavery. 2,000 naval men died on the high seas trying to stop slavery. 
Why? Because the African kings were rounding up their own people. They had them on cages, waiting in the beaches. No one was running into Africa to get them. And I think you're totally right. If reparations need to be paid, we need to go right back to the beginning of that supply chain and say, who was rounding up their own people and having them handcuffed in cages? Absolutely. That's where they should start. And maybe, I don't know, the descendants of those families where they died at the, in the high seas trying to stop the slavery, that those families should receive something too, I think, at the same time. It's an interesting discussion. Not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the answer. He was like, yes, we, we're going to split up our wealth that the crown has got, and we're going we're gonna, to you know, send a tower to all of the people. She's like, you're absolutely right. She, he's, Let's she go mentions, back to the beginning. <laughs> she, mentions, she mentions Africa, and he goes, well, you have my attention. He was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and see, you know, this is something that I've known for a long time, you know, and when people bring this up, I'm like, you know, it's all on supply and demand. What Something that, like that exists, not that it's right, and I'm not trying to promote that it is. Um, but if these people hadn't been rounding up their own people in Africa... And it was just, it was different tribes that were at war with one another. And they round, they'd have a civil war in their region. They'd round up all of the prisoners from that, um, that tribe. They'd put them in cages and sell them all to slavery. It could have just as easily been the other side if that side would have lost, you know. Um, this is how they were getting rid of their competition, basically. And it's tribal warfare. The other thing that most people don't, think about is that white slavery has existed for just as long if not longer there's always been slavery throughout time it doesn't affect just one race it has affected race after race after race look at you know when the europeans came over to south america and uh we're using south americans yeah it's as slaves it's not any different And modern-day slave trade is just absolutely huge. Look at the human trafficking globally. It still happens. Just because we ended it doesn't mean that it has ended. It just means it's gone underground. Yep. So, uh... One more story, then we'll, uh... Switch gears. Well, actually, we're going to get into funnies. Okay, before we do that, let's just take a quick second. I want to thank Left Maryland for her donation, and she said, FBI is asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they are. Thank you for your donation, Left Maryland. So is IRS, just FYI. IRS is asshole, too. Yeah, and so is China. (laughs) So thank you all for tuning in. If you feel uh, like it, you could donate on Pilled, Rumble, and DLive during the live shows. All of that goes towards everything we do here at the Red Pill Project, from equipment to travel to all of the uh, things we have to pay for to, in order to keep this going. And we greatly appreciate that, y'all. So thank you very much. Uh, if you want to donate elsewhere and you're not on these uh, platforms, you could donate to us directly um, by going to the website redpills.tv go. And that is another way that you could help support decentralized news and media. That website is redpills.tv slash go. Thank you, everybody, for your support. We appreciate it. All right. Uh, Also, again, I'm going to plug it because I want to see all you there. If you're not there, I don't know what you're doing. You're just waiting for the right time. But you should get over to the social red pill 
our private social network, socialredpill.com. Say hello, drop by, or just be a fly on the wall and collect your information and and uh, see what's going on. Free to join, socialredpill.com. Uh, I'd love to see you there. All right. Anyway. We do have we do have a lot of people who have been joining lately. We have. Thank you, guys. We have. It's yeah. so cool. I love it. There's a lot of people over there, and it's very active. So, And it's not censored. You know, like all y'all on Facebook, you should go over there. So when uh, they go crazy again, you could just have somewhere to go. Yep. Uh, do you like pumpkin spice? Yeah, I can take it or leave it. Like every every fall, I kind of as a tradition at some point get a pumpkin spice latte, <clears throat> and then no, I do like pumpkin <clears throat> and I like pumpkin spice cake, but mm. it's not something that I want every day. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not a huge fan. It's one of those things that I could take it or leave it. There are certain things that I, I like with pumpkin spice, but I don't want pumpkin spice everything. I, I like it. I don't like how they've... how Overused it? Yeah, just how they've just really ran with everything needs to be pumpkin spice during pumpkin the holidays. Spice. And then they've kind of like... Uh, it's associated with like... It's associated with a type of persona. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, so it's like, I, I don't need anything like that. It's like, I like pumpkin pie. I usually have pumpkin pie. I and, love pumpkin you know, pie. Come on. I love be crazy. Pie. I mean, I grow pumpkins. I like pumpkin flavored stuff, you know, um, but I don't go all gaga over the pumpkin spice flavored crap. And most time, and you can't go just go anywhere and get pumpkin spice flavored something that it tastes good, right? Like... I don't know. I, I could take it or leave it. I'm trying to say. And I'm with. sure as hell. <laughs> I'm sure as hell not going to eat pumpkin spice crickets. <laughs> right. Nope. Not doing it. So we've got the World Economic Forum introduces pumpkin spice crickets. In order to both prod the human population as a whole to sample alternative food sources, as well as capitalize on the annual fall craze, Officials at the World Economic Forum in Switzerland unveiled their plan to introduce new pumpkin spice flavored crickets. Quote, we continue to believe the future of the human race depends on finding more sustainable and not at all disgusting in any way sources of food, said Gustav Weisenheimer at a press conference announcing the new flavor. And while crickets are wonderfully delicious by themselves, we wanted to do something very special for the fall season. The announcement was met with a mixed response from the public. I'm a nut for anything pumpkin spice flavored, said full-time mother and part-time goat farmer Annie Lupascu. The crickets? No. That's gross. No matter what spin you try to put on it. Others weren't entirely opposed to trying the new product. Sure, I'll try some crickets, said Caitlin Anderson. Honestly, I would probably eat a shoe if it was pumpkin spice flavored. <laughs> there are rumors that this could be a sign of things to come. If the pumpkin spice flavor goes over well with consumers, the WEF has tentative plans to develop other popular cricket flavors, including cheddar and sour cream, flaming hot, and cool ranch crickets. <laughs> At publishing time, officials were eagerly awaiting word regarding the public's response while simultaneously denying the allegations that they are actually producing crickets because they are the favorite food of a cabal secret lizard people overlords ruling the world behind the scenes. So, yeah, 
I am not eating crickets. I am not eating no. bugs. Well, bugs are actually toxic. Yeah, you can't digest the damn stuff or whatever in there. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's going to slowly poison you to death because they have a toxin in them that while birds and other things can digest that toxin and flush it from their system, humans cannot. So don't eat bugs. Don't eat bugs, no. Uh, left donated another uh, 200 gold pills over there on uh, oh, Pilt Foxhole app. Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate that. You rock. We have another story here. It is coming up on the time, the spooky time of the year. And we have this article here. Liberals sit around campfire to tell scary climate change stories. Oh my gosh. Yosemite, California, during a camping retreat this week to recharge for more rioting before, during, and after the midterm elections, a group of progressives sat around a campfire and enjoyed swapping scary stories about climate change. Quote, Then the tropical storms combined with the raging wildfires into an inferno, and then the floods from the melting ice caps filled up with acid rain, and tornadoes broke out. Gretchen deeply spoke to her friends with a solar-powered flashlight under her chin. Her face barely illuminated from the weak charge. Her friends huddled together under a microfiber Patagonia blanket that provided no warmth. <laughs> sources confirm, noting that their skinny vegan bodies also failed to provide any warmth. According to sources, the, liberal, the liberals whimpered. This is terrifying. As deeply described, the inferno acid rain flood tornado giving way to the radioactive drought. After the first horror story ended, another one of the liberals spoke up with an even scarier story. The Climate Change Misinformation Proliferation Blob. This story elicited shudders and shivers with an ever-growing blob of blogs of scary statistics and misleading memes failing to be fact-checked or at least rated lacking content. At publishing time, the liberals had gone to sleep, but were all plagued with nightmares, with sounds from the neighboring campsites creeping into their dreams, causing them to rage cry that the nearby Republicans continued to gloat, chomp on meat, and burn fossil wood instead of more eco-friendly natural chemical-free firewood made of soy. <laughs> Nerds. Oh, gosh. Uh, I love the Babylon Bee. I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> I, I do, too. Just, like, the little, like, the little bit about the flashlight being shitty and dim yeah. and solar power. Right? It's just, like, the little things that give it that. I'm, like, I visualize all this stuff in my head. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. I got another clip here. We're going to get into the rest. We're just doing a funny, all funnies here for here on out. Here is uh, men nowadays. Oh my god, this is hilarious. This guy's in his office doing work when uh, a squirrel interrupts his call. Purposes of you know town hall. Let's Sound get, warning. Let's just get in. Mike, to I'm try to turn it down. Um, let's 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 just get in via via like. Grabs oh my god, This is men <laughs> men nowadays. Come on. Oh my god. 
Right? <laughs> I, you know, it's funny because you had sent me that last night and I was sitting on the couch and Tom was doing something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But he wasn't even in the room. Yeah. And that comes on. And he's like, what are you doing? He goes, are you listening and watching like the Exorcist or something? It's so loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like dying laughing. It's so funny. The squirrel. You see the floral squirrel go flying at him. Uh, yeah, it's hilarious. I noticed he has a bat right behind him at his desk, and I'm wondering, like, did you keep that there just for, like, just in case a little squirrel, just in case a little squirrel came in? What a... This is just so irrational. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because my 11-year-old picked up on that, and he's like, why does he have a bat behind him? <laughs> <laughs> and then he sees it, he goes, oh, now I get it. <laughs> So yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> this is, I think that this is a part of the brainwashing and stuff that's happened through society, though. We're trained to think like, oh my gosh, if a squirrel bites me, I'm going to get rabies, foam with the mouth, and die. It's like, relax, okay? It's a damn squirrel. Come on. Right. Wash it with soap and water. Pour <sighs> some hydrogen peroxide on it, but don't yeah. want too much. I, you know, if I just heard the audio, I'd think uh, like a brown bear was in there and like about to not to kill him but right so funny <laughs> yeah it's a sissy i'm glad that my husband wouldn't do that i mean he will scream at spiders but not squirrels <laughs> oh my goodness i'm not scared until my life's in danger i guess he thought his life was in danger poor man <laughs> well, it is kind of, I will admit, having a floral, the squirrel, like, fly at you like that is a little terrifying. No. I mean, I would be startled. I, I would be startled. I okay. would If a squirrel just popped in here, I'd be like, oh, and then I'd be like, oh, it's a squirrel, and I'd just open the door and kind of just hang out. Hang out. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Did you see the clip that was going viral from uh, Alex Jones's trial? Oh, I think I did. Oh, it's so good. Here it is. It, it is hilarious. He calls the judge a tyrant. Yes. <laughs> it's beautiful. And you've called this judge a tyrant, correct? Yes. Okay. And you actually use that word a lot with your audience. You call people tyrants, don't you? Only when they act like it. <laughs> <laughs> You're in contempt of court. I wonder if they gave him a contempt charge or anything. I don't Probably. know. Probably. That's hilarious. Probably. It is hilarious. Especially what? given that he called her a tyrant and then he was like confirmed it. Oh, they want to act like <laughs> He's it. so matter of fact about it, yes. I just imagine the meme where the sunglasses drop down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only when she and he's like got the cigar. <laughs> yeah. And the cigar oh, my gosh. That yeah. Is that so is classic. Good. And of course, they edited they edited edited it with the Joe Rogan uh, reaction, right? Such yeah. a classic. Oh, uh, meanwhile, in a democratic city uh, city near you, let's see what's happening over there. 
dancing in the background. There seems to be a medical emergency. <laughs> Somebody's getting CPR from a drug overdose. It gets better. Oh, good. The police are here. Everything's fine, right? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, jeez. What the? He's just over there, like, living his best life. <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to dance. <laughs> it's like, people are dying, cops are beating people up. I'm just going to dance. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you guys. I, don't know I feel bad laughing true. at it, but we gotta laugh, or I'm just gonna start sobbing, and I think right? you'd rather see me smiling here than just kind of whimpering like a liberal, so. We it's disturbing the state that our world is in. I mean, this, this is like clown world. It's okay, clown not that he was actually, like, like no, I don't know. This is why we called today's episode Quaffee in Wonderland, because so that's what we're doing. Yeah. All right. How are the electric idiots doing? The electric idiots? Yeah. I don't know. Let's check. Is it? I don't is it a? Understand the problem. The car sometimes it runs out of gas, so you just gotta. Put no, gas there's in a the big car. problem. Tesla's an electric car, right? Yeah. Fully electric. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what the gas is for then. Well, because if you're fully out, you gotta. You gotta charge it. Show me what you mean. Let's pop. Where's the gas going to go? Show me. Basically, it goes in here. This is the (laughs) wait. Then that plugs into here, and that plugs into there, and then you're good to go. It's a weird system. Oh my gosh! Is that a gasoline generator? That's how you get the electricity to drive. (laughs) You got a Honda-powered Tesla. You're going. Well, you could have gotten a Honda, and you could have just saved all of this. And you'd 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 be done. Well, You're I going to be needing gas. I tried to tell you. No, 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 no. This is not a. This is the weirdest. Nobody has ever run a Tesla off of gasoline like this before. All right, we'll get this thing out and let's charge it up. <laughs> so true. And and you know the funny part is that they're like, what? I don't get it. What's wrong with this? Yeah. You could have just bought a Honda and not gone through any of this, dude. Right, like that's all you—that's all the gas you'd need to run a Honda. Like they don't have—they get like fifty miles per gallon. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they just keep the gas generator and the gas can in their trunk oh, so they gosh. can charge their car. You can't fix stupid. Yeah, I saw another one of a couple. I didn't have it saved. I couldn't find it, find it this morning, but. Uh, I don't know if they're a couple or a daughter and a, a, a father, what it was, but this couple was trying to fill up their electric vehicle with propane at a gas station. Oh, no. Seriously? And somebody walks up, a good citizen, and says, hey, what are you guys doing? We're filling up our car. And he's like, do you know what that is? And they're, I think they're foreigners. And they're like, no. And he's like, that's propane. And they're like, oh, thank you for telling us. <laughs> and then they go over the electricity. It's like, yo. I would have just, you know, I would have just sat there and watched them. <laughs> I'm that kind of person, though, that if you're doing something stupid like that, I'm yeah. going to sit there and watch you and laugh you and see how long it takes you to figure it out. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to give you my advice. I'm just going to sit there and watch you. Well, do I'm us a, a favor and take out, your, <laughs> take out your phone and start recording. 
Right. At least. Uh, I saw another one, too, of this, uh, I think it's a teenage girl at the gas station and her friends filming her and the gas pump gets stuck on or whatever the clip probably went down to lock it in place but it was mm-hmm. outside of the tank spraying um spraying gasoline, gasoline everywhere. everywhere and she laid it on the ground and she's running around she's like what do i do what do i do and it's just flooding i was like these are put the handle again these are our fellow <laughs> citizens and they're going to kill us all <sighs> i would just leave Oh of course, gosh. I'd be one of those that like flicks <laughs> <laughs> That won't light. That won't light it. I know it fire. wouldn't. You have to have a spark. Spark. Yeah, there you go. I do know this. But you know how many people would freak out? <laughs> oh yeah, people get mad. <laughs> Are you smoking <laughs> by the gasoline? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Flick my cigarette out the window. There you go. You could extin- <laughs> You could literally extinguish a cigarette in gasoline. In gasoline, yeah. Because it's a liquid. It's don't just, recommend it, it and you know. So. Don't try this at home, kids. Yeah, no. Just saying. But you can talk to your science teacher and, you know, find out. Yeah. All right. We're going a little bit over today. Is that okay? Yeah. I just have a few more and then we'll call We it. have funny stuff to go over. Yeah, this is important. Um, so, Benny Johnson. We Josh played this last night. Benny Johnson um, held a class or a uh, presentation about memes at a college. And one student got offended at the meme. And, well, let's just watch. I have a updated version of this, which is why we're getting a duplicate share. And it's so funny. I'm sure if you guys have seen this, you won't mind seeing it again. Here is the original. Yeah, so apparently this snowflake thinks that's racist, even though no Mexican, except maybe 0.0001% of Mexicans, would say that's racist. And he ended up getting arrested for destroying school property. There's an updated... Oh, and this... uh, There's an updated uh, version of this meme. Just as bright and just as talented as white Unlike kids. the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. And you ain't black. Which, that would be more justifiable. It was racist Joe Biden. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> you know, they say some of the stupidest stuff, like Jill and her breakfast tacos. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, real quick, thank you, Maggie May, for gifting us the shades over there on Pilled. We appreciate that very much. Good to see you this morning. Thank you for tuning in. And A. Allen, at God Wins, gifted the can. Thank you so much, Allen. Thank you. You're always very supporting of everything we do. What was that? I said we always appreciate everything you guys do. Seriously. Without you, we would just be two fools speaking into a void <laughs> right talking to each other um we would have no one to share our humor with <laughs> i know we we were laughing together at harris staying the stupid stuff that she says where she just starts rambling and being her word salad her word salad i call them harrisisms harris oh that's a good one i like that thank you yep oops 
fuck that link up. Let's look at what's going on with her. Um, why do we... What are we talking about? Well, here's an example. So we invested an additional $12 billion into community banks because we know community banks are in the community and understand the needs and desires of that community as well as the talent and capacity of community. Um... Okay. You know, they say that too much salt and protein is bad for your health. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. So somebody made this meme. Each time you light your lighter, your lighter gets lighter until your lighter gets so light that it won't light. And then there's a picture of Kamala. <laughs> like it's her quote. Oh my God. Uh. Right. She says stuff like this all the time. This is like the fifth time she's just been redundant and not made any sense with her statements. She should have spent more time above her desk at school when she <laughs> above was in school. Her desk. Not <laughs> so much time underneath it. <laughs> Sorry. That's great. That's great. Uh, never go full libtard. It's so funny. Oh, Every single year, it's, we're going to get Trump. We have you now. We're getting Trump. Oh, this guy is no. an absolute deranged lunatic, and he's pretty famous over on uh, social media. Oh, boy. Mark. Oh, boy. Donald. Pig news. Mark. Pig news. Mike. This is a video that Donald Trump. Oh, boy. Lynn. Oh, boy. This. Oh, boy. Not. Pig news. Donald. Oh, boy. This. Oh, boy. For. Pig news. All right, I'm stopping it there, even though this goes on. Thank um, you. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a lunatic, and he has Sanpaku eyes, which the Japanese say are a trait of a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of your leftists do. If you look at them, a lot of them have that. It's, I, I you know, ever since you did that, you, that show on that, I noticed that so much. Yeah. You know, you can, like, point them out with these. It's creepy. Yes, this guy. If you watch his videos, he is an extreme extremist, leftist, just absolutely insane person. He gets like a lot of views on his stuff too. I don't know if it's people laughing at him or people probably a little. <laughs> yeah, probably. Sheesh. Um, Joe Biden. He was on sixty minutes. What was that last week or two weeks ago? I think last week, maybe two weeks ago. I'm not sure. Something like that. And here's Joe Biden being 100% serious. President, you are the oldest president ever. Pretty good shape, huh? Which leads to my next question. You are more aware of this than anyone. Some people ask whether you are fit for the job. And when you hear that, I wonder what you think. Watch me. I mean, honest to God, that's all I think. Watch me. The best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway, watch me. Watch me when I'm on my own. Watch me. Of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah. Watch me. Just watch. Pretty good shape, huh? Watch me. The, um... 
President, you are the oldest president. I saw something similar to that this morning. Yeah. Um, it was him wandering around on stages and stuff. And, oh, you know, God. when his wife speaks, he just wanders back and forth. And, of course, there's always the, the famous one with the ice cream truck. He, it. like, follows the ice cream truck. Yes, dude. I'm just it. like, he does but it he, it's like he glitches. His brain glitches, you know, where he's like, cl- cl- and you can yeah. tell he literally is, like, frozen. He can't speak. Like, whatever happened inside of his brain, like, affected his motor functions. It's like... I don't know, man. What We are paying attention. We are watching. And we are quite disgusted that uh, yeah. this is happening. Yeah. We're also watching Nancy Pelosi, our... Uh, the biggest drunk we know. Yeah. Drunk Nancy. Quick meme. When somebody dropped... When somebody, when someone dropped a bottle of vodka, bottle of vodka. It's very sad. Nancy Pelosi crying. That was her uh, lips quivering. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that also happens from uh, alcohol withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. This is a modification, not real statements by King Charles after the Queen's death. This was hilarious. This was good. My lords and members of the House of Commons, I am deeply grateful for the addresses of condolence by the House of Lords and the House of Commons, which so touchingly encompass what our late sovereign, my beloved mother, the Queen, meant to us all. But I'd like to make one thing straight. Charlie's in fucking charge now, and shit's about to get fucking real. As I stand before you today, I'd like to address some of the tyrannical shit I'm going to do as king. First off, America, we're taking you back. You cunts have been free for far too long. I would not have it. Australia, you're going to become a massive fuck-off prison again. Fuck you, cunts. India, you're safe. We don't really want you back anyway. Also, I'm bringing that thing back where, like, the king gets to fuck your wife the day you get married, if he wants to. That was a cool rule. Anyway, cunts, adios. I'm out of here. You know what I have to say to that? What? Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Monkey on the car. Fuck off. <laughs> I still, every time I say fuck off, I have to say it with a British oh, accent. Me too. Because, you know, that's like my new thing. It's like my signature now. <laughs> Not a lot of people reported oh, on this next thing. Uh, you know, Mike Lindell's phone got stolen by the FBI, but there was actually a fight that ensued, and we got footage from this Ooh. fight. Nice. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Pillow man. Awesome. Oh my goodness. Hello, fight! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike Lindell's awesome, man. They absolutely hate him. He's that great. Oh, I know, right? Uh, one last video to end with you guys. A little one-minute clip. Uh, this is awesome. And uh, enjoy. I spend more time working on these cars than with my own family. 
I spend my days digging holes, cutting grass, and sweating. This is job number two today. So my customers aren't the only ones drinking coffee. I'm breaking my back out here for one reason. I want to pay off some other guy's debt. Biden's plan to pay other people's college loans using my tax dollars is a great idea. Biden's right. You should take my tax dollars to pay off your debts. My family will figure out how to get by with less. What's most important is we spare college graduates from any extra stress. Want to be a struggling artist? College is on me. My kids don't need fancy things like school supplies or new shoes. I work for you, theater major. This shift is for you, business major. Go buy yourself that new car. Enjoy your free ride. College is on me. Tell Congress stop Biden's bailout for rich kids. Pretty cool ad. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so true. Oh, the world we live in is in quite a state. Isn't it? I, I don't even have words. There's no words. My God. There's lots of words, but they're not appropriate. <laughs> they don't have anything nice to say. Make a meme about it. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> say it in your head and then laugh about it. <laughs> well, that's all we got for you guys today as far as news and memes go. Hope you had a good laugh and got a little bit of information as well. Uh, I certainly learned some things this morning from what we covered uh, very interesting we're going to keep our eye on the developing situations around the world and in our communities and be able to share those with you we won't be back until monday same bat place same bat time but before that we do have conversations on the fringe tonight 6 30 p.m with joshua reed and special guest david whitehead once again it's going to be one hell of a show tune in everybody who's anybody's gonna be there and then we'll probably have a meeting after that or a show after that uh privately with the members of the social red pill so join the social red pill come on let's go and uh if you want to contact us we're there josh is there and the whole red pill family is there so meet some new friends share your memes and things because you know we appreciate that. It's all good. And um, on Saturday, we have Makes You Think with myself and Jim Bob Oval Shorts. That'll be a fantastic show. Um, nice. And then we have Mick and V. Lynn on Sunday. And then we're doing it again, right. everybody. And then it starts all over. That's right. And we will be back. That's More right. More coffee and hands. Everybody, enjoy your weekends. Uh, yeah. Andrea, do you have any parting friday words for the wonderful red pill family remember to laugh laughter is the best medicine it'll cure what ails you it really will and i saw somebody in the chat say exactly something that relates to this and they're like say your prayers or basically you know like pray and i think we were talking about health and stuff and uh i think people underestimate the power of our own thoughts and that positive prayers and things uh, can benefit us greatly. So take the time out of your day to have positive thoughts and stay healthy and be with your loved ones and enjoy the moment and your day. Maggie, thank you for the cookie. Good show, guys. Y'all are funny. Thank you so much, Maggie. We appreciate it. And we appreciate everybody else as well. Thank you all for tuning in, supporting the shows, joining the Social Red Pill, and uh, participating in everything we do. We greatly appreciate it. Andrea and I could not have imagined our show would be so greatly uh, received 
and uh, it's been a blast. So we're going to keep on rolling. Andrea, thank you so much for joining. I can't wait thank for you. Monday. Yep. I'll Before be then, uh, just a reminder again, watch Jupiter Ascending today. If uh, you want some context for what Josh is going to talk about tonight on part of his show with David Whitehead. I'm so excited. I'm going to try to get through some of it today. I might only get through maybe an hour, but I watched it in the past. I watched it like a month ago. So, but anyway, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Andrea. We'll see you soon. And Godspeed. Bye, guys.